This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 224. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and yes, even those of you who are simply veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, fall is just around the corner. And I love fall. It's my favorite season because football starts. The weather starts to go out of the 100 plus temperatures for us down here in South Texas into the cool 90s (laughs) of fall. And uh, it's also soup season. A lot of people enjoy eating soup around this time of year when the weather cools off. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to be sharing some tips for creating some delicious plant-based soups. Now, we should also let you know that this episode was inspired by one of our Peas and Carrots members. <laughs> What's up, guys? Our Peas and Carrots member, Emily Young, who put out the call for some tasty vegan soup recipes. And true to their awesomeness, our group of Peas and Carrots members stepped up and provided her with a whole, I mean, a it's lot. ridiculous. It's <laughs> ridiculous a ridiculously amount. long thread. It's awesome. Yeah. So we're going to be sharing some of those recipes with you. Of course, we'll be uh, putting the links. All of the links will be in the show notes and also providing you some tips for creating some good plant-based soups. But before we get into that, we have a new iTunes rating. Yay. Yay. Okay. So this is from Still Loves Wine. Me too. Uh, i like this rating already (laughs) who says uh, so great i am so very appreciative of this podcast i have been wfpb and for those of you who don't know that's whole food plant-based for about three weeks now i found you guys on day one and your easy style was a gift i feel like i have eaten lots of delicious meals and many of them fairly easy since i've been began this journey. So much of that is because of you, your podcast and the Peas and Carrot Society. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Still loves wine. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All right. Are we ready to get into our main topic? Actually, before we do that, I do want to give a special shout out to our Golden Apple Roundtable. What is our Golden Apple Roundtable? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) She talks to herself. I do all the time. Uh, The Golden Apple Apple Roundtable are a group of folks that help to support this show. You can actually say this is uh, the show is still around because of the support we receive from these folks. If you head out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen, you will see our Patreon campaign. And we launched that about a year ago uh, because we have been podcasting for over four years Mm -hmm. now, hasn't it? Yeah. Over four years now. And the costs do add up. A lot of folks don't realize that it does cost money to produce a podcast, uh, media hosting and such, and just keeping up with the website and all of that stuff. So uh, we launched this Patreon campaign last year in hopes that our listeners would help to uh, support us. And sure enough, we had several awesome, amazing folks step up to help provide us with some monthly support, which is greatly appreciated. So if you head out to patreon.com, as I said, forward slash vegetarian zen, you will see our page with our mission. And you will also see various support levels starting from $1 a month all the way up to $50 a month. 
And uh, we also have some swag available at various reward levels. So we would greatly appreciate you considering supporting the show on a monthly basis. And if that's not really your thing, if you head out to our website at vegetarianzen.com, you will also see a buy us a juice button where you can provide us with a one-time support gift, Mm -hmm. which again, greatly helps us. Right. And just one quick note about Patreon. Uh, You can also go to our... Uh, show notes of any episode show notes and uh, or the sidebar of our website and you can link to the patreon from there Uh, some of that we noticed last week that some of the links in some of the show notes episodes were not working correctly so when you click on it you get a 404 error i went through with uh, marigold and we fixed all of those we checked them all we fixed them so if you tried to access that in the past and it you got that error uh it's fixed now so i apologize for that but it's it's everything's working so you can get to that from our show notes as well awesome okay are we ready to get into the main topic sure thing okay so as uh vicky mentioned earlier emily Young was the person who posted in the Peas and Carrot Society asking for vegan soup recipes. We'll be talking about plant-based in general, um, but, you know, any of these are pretty much, any of the tips are pretty much adaptable to vegan. So, Um, okay, so let's talk about some tips. And because there were so many recipes, normally when we do an episode like this where we talk about things that peas and carrots members have mentioned well you know go by name and say well so and so said this and so and so said that there were so many in this too many and so many were (laughs) just awesome links to really good soup recipes so what we'll do is link to all of those in the show notes i think i mentioned that before we'll link to all of those recipes in the show notes and right now we will kind of focus on talking about some tips for making plant-based soup all right so the first tip is to make your own broth now or just use good broth period yeah uh but larissa is typically the one that makes our own vegetable broth and you want to talk a little bit about how you do that sure it's easy um it's you know all you need to do is is save your vegetable ends and things that maybe you have in your refrigerator not going to use before they go like carrots or celery And what I do is I just save them in a Ziploc bag in the freezer. I'll take like ends of celery, ends of um, tomatoes or onions, onion skins you can save, broccoli stalks, anything like that that you don't, you're not using. Stay away from potatoes, potato skins, things like that. But most things you can put in there. And then when the bag is full, I get out my handy dandy instant pot pressure cooker put the vegetables in there, add some water, add some herbs, set that to uh, cook. And then once it's done, you just let it cool and skim out all of the the mushy vegetables. And you've got a really rich, healthy vegetable broth. And I just freeze it in maybe like one or two cup portions in a freezer bag. And then I've got it there when I need it. With no additives. So this is 100% you control it. And right. that's pretty easy. Right. Did you say, did you mention the pressure cooker? Yes. Okay. I wasn't I sure. I wasn't sure I heard that. And we'll link to, <laughs> I'll link to the pressure cooker that we have the instant pot in the show notes as well. That will, that'll be an Amazon link. It's an affiliate link, but you know, if you, if you listen to us any, you'll know that our affiliate links just give us a little bit of kickback. If you buy something through that link, you don't pay anything extra. Right. Uh, So if you're not going to make your own, though, and I mean, that's understandable if you don't have time or you just don't want to. 
if you buy bouillon cubes or prepared broth, make sure that it doesn't contain MSG or other additives. You can find organic, no additives, no preservatives. The one thing you do want to avoid is the low sodium varieties. If you if you look for the low sodium ones, you're going to end up with MSG. Mm. Kind of like low fat or no fat stuff ends up with different additives yes. that take that place. Yes, or sugar free. interesting. Ends up with you know uh, artificial. So it sounds like if you're looking low sodium, you're probably better off just making your own. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes, because you don't you don't have to add any. I wouldn't want MSG. I was just saying I was craving some Chinese food the other day. It's so hard to find a Chinese restaurant. I guess green vegetarian cuisine here in Mm -hmm. San Antonio. I I don't know what their MSG practices are. I know that you it's can really, ask to, you yeah. know, because a lot of restaurants will add MSG as they're cooking. You can ask them not to do that. Mm. But I mean, still, that's no guarantee. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we digress. Uh, so the next tip is to uh, make a simple soup with just one or two main vegetables. So if you just use one or two as like kind of the star ingredients, then you'll really highlight those flavors as opposed to like kind of a kitchen sink uh, recipe that we'll talk about next. Okay. So some examples of just one or two vegetable type soups would be potato leek, which is one of my favorites. And you even like, I do like potato leek. So here's my thing with soup. It's not so much that uh, for me personally, it just depends on the soup. I would say 90% of the time it doesn't fill me up. I'm just, I have to have something, but it's the same thing with solid, with, um, with solid. smoothies, with smoothies, where I was saying before, I love smoothies, but I have to have it more as a snack mm-hmm. because I've tried switching breakfast for that. And I just am not a liquid meal person, right. I guess. <laughs> right. Okay. But go ahead. Okay. So potato leek is one carrot is another, and I, I'm not a fan of carrot soup. I'm not a fan of carrots overall. I don't mind them if they're cooked in something, but I'm just not a fan overall. Yeah. I, I like carrots in soup mm-hmm. but not carrot just completely right. carrot right. soup yeah i like carrot cake but i don't really like just plain carrots okay so also split pea soup or lentil soup and you know you can do a lot with lentils and we'll talk a little bit more about lentils later how about a make everything soup uh-huh so this is kind of like your kitchen sink, right? Like uh, trash can punch. There you go. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Let's throw a little bit of everything in there. Exactly. This is a good way to use up odds and ends, vegetables that you have in the refrigerator and or the freezer so they don't go to waste. So, you know, if you, you start out with whatever you have, whether it's zucchini or or broccoli or carrots or, uh, I don't know, bell pepper, whatever you have, Start that, you know, with a good broth as your base. And then you can add things like lentils, like pasta or rice or uh, some canned canned beans or, you know, some fresh made beans and then also fresh greens. So you can add all kinds of things to that kind of vegetable soup base. All right. So you can also make a quick single or double serving soup. And you can do that by starting with veggie broth and then add your choice of canned beans, lentil, etc. You can also add some chopped fresh veggies like potatoes, squash, tomatoes, etc. Now, see, tomatoes, that 
things like tomatoes and rice and pasta that makes me feel more full Mm -hmm. yeah the rice and pasta always does that for me and you know when my mom used to make vegetable soup homemade it's kind of the just throw in whatever you have variety and then she would always add towards the you know like the last i guess 10 minutes of cooking some uh macaroni Mm-hmm. just some macaroni uh, shells, you know, the, yeah. Yeah. And then the, <laughs> the only problem, the only problem she always had with that is that that would all like soak up all the liquid <laughs> and then she'd end up adding more and then you have to add more veg. So she did start up with like, cycle. she'd start with a regular size, you know, r- batch of soup and end up with like something to feed <laughs> 15 people. <laughs> But it freezes well, so that's, that's a good. good thing. Right. All right. So uh, then you want to season it with your your favorite herbs with salt and pepper. And then just make sure that you cook it until the pasta and rice is done or uh, pasta or rice is done and the veggies are cooked. All right. So I, this is a little side note, but uh, nevertheless, I want to share this with you guys because I suspect that Larissa and I were mildly food poisoned by some raw potatoes. Mm. And I Googled, uh, and I wouldn't say food Not poisoned, raw, but, but like undercooked. Undercooked. And I, I Googled because it's amazing these days you just Google anything that we both got a little bit just sick from eating i don't remember what you put it in it wasn't uh, something don't remember. but just a note because the reason i'm bringing this up here is because especially with soup sometimes if you have different things in there different things cook at different it takes longer yeah. for some certain things yeah. to cook than others so just be careful with that because there is a thing there's kind of mixed reviews on whether raw potatoes can make you sick or not but i'm just saying we both ate it and she ate more than i did and she got sicker than i did from eating that so i don't know what came of that but right it's just a note because of the various cooking times of the different vegetables that you might put in there that's a good point so okay so then uh the next tip is to be careful not to over season so when you're making a soup kind of think about the i don't know the the theme the the cuisine that um i don't even know what to call it of the soup that you're making. So like, if it, is it like Italian type or is it like more like an Asian type soup or is it, and then think of one or two herbs and spices that would complement that. So Italian, maybe oregano or basil or thyme, you know, um, things like that. You don't, you don't want to add six different things because then it's just going to taste like you licked everything in your, your spice cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of a gamble. Right. How it comes out. So, all right. And then when preparing your veggies, keep them in uniform size. I would imagine that's a lot to do with the cooking time. If you have bigger pieces and another pieces are smaller, that's probably going to mess with the. Uh, with how those cook Mm -hmm. and make them bite-sized because that way you're not coming out with this huge half potato or something. Right. Exactly. And you know, the other thing about that, that's um, kind of interesting. If you have a, a soup that has like just a vegetable soup or like a minestrone type thing that has a bunch of different vegetables, if you make them smaller, then you can get different, you can get a variety in your spoon. Yeah. Right. If you have small pieces, then you can get like a carrot and a green bean and a potato. And, you know, whereas if you have a surprise in every spoon, right. (laughs) Whereas if you have big things and you'll have like a bite of potato and then a bite of beans. And I think it's better when you have like you have to cut your soup. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole different problem. All right. Uh, So now when you're cooking, 
you want to begin by if well, if you like this, if you don't, I, I think it's great. Begin your soup by sauteing onions, garlic and celery, chopped celery in uh, broth or just a little bit of oil. And I just like to do that. Well, A, I love the smell. It, I love the smell of, of onions and garlic cooking. But it also just gives a really great flavor to just about any soup that you're going to do. And you don't have to do like a like two onions and a, a whole uh, thing of celery and, you know, just, just a little bit just to give it some flavor. All right. We talked about this a little bit before, but make sure you know the vegetables that take longer to cook mm-hmm. and that you're making accommodations, preparations with respect to that. Keeping right. that in mind. So like, because you know when to add what? Exactly. Right. So like potatoes take, like you mentioned, potatoes take longer than mushrooms or summer squash. So, and carrots too. Carrots, oh my gosh, carrots take forever <laughs> to cook in a soup, yeah. even longer than potatoes. So, you know, you obviously want to add those earlier in the cooking process. And then if you're using fresh greens, which can be really good in soup. So fresh greens like spinach or kale or uh, Swiss chard. So if you're going to add those, wait until the last few minutes of cooking. So you just want to wilt those because if you don't, then they just get like pale green and slimy and gross. Right, so let's talk about creamy soup without the cream. Mm-hmm. So what can you use in, re- in uh, replacement of that? All right, so one thing that you can use is cashew cream and very easy to make. And I have a link that uh, to just a basic cashew cream recipe that has variations. So for example, it's it's got some variations of things you can add if you're making a savory soup or if you're using cashew cream for dessert. There's some sweet kind of, things that you can add. So that's why I, I'll, I'll link to that. But cashew cream, you can actually take some of the broth from the soup that's as it's cooking and blend that with just a handful of cashews and make, uh, then once that's all blended, then you add that back to the soup and it'll help to kind of make it creamy and thicken it a little bit. Very cool. You can also add coconut milk, but you're going to taste the coconut. Blah. So <laughs> I, I was expecting that coming from Larissa because she hates coconut. <laughs> coconut and avocado. I, and banana. And bananas. Yeah. She Blah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But so you want to obviously keep in mind the type of soup you're making. It might not be conducive to that particular type <laughs> style of right. soup. Uh, and again, and keep in mind that if you don't like the taste of coconut, if you're one of the one out of a million people that don't <laughs> like the taste whatever, of coconut, yeah, whatever. then um, then you want to don't do it. it. Well. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. You can also uh, also go. You can also go. I sound like Popeye. <laughs> uh, you can also make a roux with vegan. If you're vegan, vegan butter or just regular butter and uh, flour, and then just you know melt the the butter, whisk in the flour. Make sure it's nice and blended and then just add that to your soup and that will kind of thicken it. It won't necessarily make it creamy, creamy, but it'll thicken the the broth a little bit. And then uh, for pureed soups, if it's something like uh, like cream of celery or or split pea that you're going to puree, you can try adding a potato when you cook the other vegetables so that when you blend everything, the starch in the potato will act as a thickener. Which is really kind of interesting. I wouldn't have thought about yeah. that. But if you think about potato soup, when you blend it, it's right. nice and like thick right. and, and creamy. All right. Now, for non-creamy soups, if you want to add a little bit of acid to them, acidic, mm-hmm. that is, not 
Well, not, not like, like chemical yeah, sulfuric acid. acid. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, you can use lemon juice for tomato-based soups, lime juice for Asian-inspired soups, and red wine vinegar for hearty bean-based soups. Right. And what that'll do is it'll just kind of enhance the flavor of everything that's in there. And you don't want to use a whole lot, just like a spoon, a tablespoon, or, you know, just a little bit to go in there uh, towards the end. Let's not get all crazy. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And do it towards the end so that it kind of just makes everything, I guess, I don't know, brighter. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, color wise, I mean, like, you know, just livens it up, I guess. Yeah. And then... uh, if it's necessary, add salt and pepper to finish off your soup. You don't want to add a whole lot while you're cooking. Uh, now, just People remember... do that sometimes. They get blind with, you know, they're just yeah. adding and adding. And before you know it, you've just created seawater. Yeah, I, I was just going to say you're eating the ocean with vegetables. Uh, oh, look, I just got a, a touchdown. Uh, I just, I just oh. got a, notif- a notice uh, on my... Uh, fan- I'm playing great. Vicky in fantasy football this week. So Drew Brees got a touchdown. Ha ha. Uh. All right. So... Um, Anyway, uh, add pepper to taste. A little goes a long way. So, you know, don't trip with a pepper shaker. And then, yeah, like I said, wait till the end because once you taste it, you may find that it doesn't need salt at all. That's a good point. Yeah. I think and you can't take out, you can't take it out. You can always mm-hmm. add more later. I think out of habit, especially if you're cooking for multiple people, because mm-hmm. everybody's taste is a little bit different on that. It's better to leave it out and let everybody salt their and every, own. And, and, and everybody's blood pressure too, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, you know, and we did mention this before that because there were so many recipes posted in response to Emily that we're not going to actually share all the recipes here. We will share the one that she actually did end up uh, making because she did a follow-up post, uh, well, a comment on her post saying that she made one of them and how it turned out and the alterations that she made to it. Yeah, and apparently she also took it to a soup party. Mm -hmm. Soup party? Soup party. (laughs) And then she won. Yeah. How awesome is that? It was a juried soup party. (laughs) How awesome. (laughs) And it won. And it's vegan. Congratulations. All right. All right, so let's get into the recipe of the week. Is it a soup? It is a soup. It's the one that she took. Oh, so, cool. And, you know, it was shared on her, in a comment on her post by Keisha Hughes. So we want to give a shout out to Keisha for sharing that in the peas and carrots. But the, the soup is Creole corn chowder. So it, it's a smoky, spicy, and creamy soup. And vegan. And vegan. All right, so here, here's what Emily said about this. So she said that she didn't have time to make it the day of her party because she had to work. So she made it the night before. And then the, on the next day, she warmed it up on the stove and then put it in a slow cooker while she was at the, the party. And she said that she thinks that it was better the second day because and you know i can see that that makes sense because it sat in the refrigerator overnight the flavors all had a chance to kind of blend and and cure i guess and a lot of stuff is better that way isn't it yeah it really is like pizza you Mm -hmm. make a really good pizza and it tastes awesome the first day you make it and if it survives to a second day (laughs) uh it really tastes good i mean there's a lot of things that taste better the second day right and then she also she said she also brought oyster crackers uh she brought chives and cajun hot sauce for for people to add you know if they wanted to i think that's a good idea so if you make a soup to take somewhere bring stuff you know the fixins bring the fixins yeah that's a good idea 
All right. Way to congratulations again on yeah. winning. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then she did make some changes. I'll, I want to kind of run through those real fast. And so she said that she, the, the recipe called for plain coconut yogurt. So she used almond, but she couldn't find it. So she used almond, plain almond yogurt instead. She said that she used Imagine brand, no chicken broth instead of vegetable broth. And that's, we'll talk about that in a minute. She sauteed in uh, vegan butter instead of using oil. She used three cloves of garlic, which I know you wouldn't like. You're not a huge garlic fan. A little bit of garlic's okay, a right? A little bit yeah. is okay. I, I like garlic. Like a lot. Uh, she used uh, more cayenne than the recipe called for. She used uh, lime juice. And then she used extra liquid smoke uh, more than the recipe called for. And then uh, she said that, and now this is interesting because we're talking about potatoes Mm -hmm. and and texture and thickening she said she blended the soup like the recipe said but her husband said that it needed more texture so she diced and boiled six uh, small potatoes and added them to the soup so has a little bit of chunkiness but it still has that creamy from being blended right right so that sounds like something i would like too that Uh sounds a little heartier yeah all right are we ready to get into the quote of the week sure the quote this week is from Ludwig von Beethoven. I don't even know what accent that was. <laughs> I don't know that I was intending an accent at first, and then it just came out, and I don't know what it was. Anyways, his quote is, only the pure in heart can make a good soup. I have no idea what context he ever would have said that in, but okay. I will say maybe he was eating soup. I guess. <laughs> Who knows? Right. All right. What product are we going to talk about this week? Well, we're going to talk about the product that uh, Emily was talking about that she used her her broth. And that's the uh, Imagine Organic Broth. And I... I really like their products because they don't have all of the stuff added. I mean, if you look at just the the vegetable, and they they do have, they have vegetable, they have chicken, they have beef, but they also have uh, a broth that's called no chicken and no beef. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's if you want that kind of flavor, but you don't want to use the actual animal products. Right. Uh, but their their broth is organic. They don't have all the additives. And with one caveat, and that's what I mentioned earlier, is the sodium. So don't get the low sodium uh, varieties because they have they include natural flavors in their ingredients. And from if you remember way back in episode one forty four, uh, MSG, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Say it again. Uh, you know. When you see natural flavors on an ingredient label, that's often code for MSG. Mm. So if you're avoiding that, then don't get the low sodium. But, you know, I think that the flavors of their broths are good. And um, if I don't have any in the freezer, any vegetable broth, or if I specifically want the no chicken or no beef, then I will buy theirs. Very cool. All right. The question this week is, are you a soup lover? And if so, what is your favorite kind of soup? Please drop us a comment on our website at vegetarianzen.com forward slash 224. Or you can head out to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash vegetarianzen. Or why not join the awesome group of people in our closed Facebook group that is known as the The Peas Peas and Carrot Society. Society. (laughs) If you head out, now that group is nearing 2,000 people now. I know we're near 2,000 people, somewhere like 1,700, something like that. All right. uh, If you go out to facebook.com forward slash groups, 
forward slash vegetarian zen you will be hit up with a couple of questions to help weed out the spammers and uh once you answer those questions larissa will let you in and then you are welcome to the land of the peas and carrots and you will get awesome awesome uh, answers to questions uh we look we love people who contribute like this one i mean crazy amount of recipes that uh, recipe ideas that came out of this this is the type of support you get from this group and we call this a no bully zone so if you are still eating meat and are respectful of others and their choices you are more than welcome to stick around ask questions and um and the other way around advantage of this and the other way around we protect we protect everyone so if there is someone who is eating meat and asks a question uh we expect no bullying uh you know from those who don't eat meat that's absolutely right um and you know what i was thinking you were just singing what do we do with bullies that's the bully gun (laughs) sounds a lot like the spam gun doesn't it um yeah that's what we do with spammers too you know i was thinking sunglasses (laughs) are you done (laughs) you know i was thinking you just sang something we need a theme song so if any of you guys are um songsters if you write songs, if you play anything, write us a song. We need a we need a theme song for Peas yeah. and Carrots. Or you can give me some lyric ideas. I play the guitar. I'm a musician, you so you can maybe we'll try to come up with one and have the, some sort for of for the Peas and contest. Carrots. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. On that note, get it. Note. Get it. Note. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> That's something she's you so said. punny. <laughs> that is true. That's a dad thing. All right. Let's go watch some football. All right. All right. Till next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.